0: Calvary, let's Rock, sing it so Years I spent in vanity and pride
1: Carrying
0: not my life as
1: crucified No, Lord, not it best for me, he died oh, Calvary Mercy there was filled and grace was free and there was multiplied with me there, were my burden sov I liberty at Calvary. I got word at last my
0: sin I learned.
1: Then I tremble at the law I spurn, till my guilty soul imploring turns to oh, Calvary.
0: Mercy
1: there was found and grace was free. All my heart and there was my desire to There, my burden and soul, liberty at Calvary. Now I give to Jesus everything.
0: Now I gladly own him as my king. Now my wrath is so can only sing
1: a Calvary. I is new and good and grace was free. Heart and knowledge multiplied to me. There my burden soul found liberty at Calvary. Oh, the love that grew salvation's plan. Oh, the grace that brought it down to man. Oh, the mighty Lord that God did stand at Calvary. My mercy there was cold and grace was free. Hard there was multiplied to me. There my burdened souls of liberty at Calvary.
0: Amen. Well, it's about time for prayer, prayer requests, and uh, we're gonna take up the offering this morning. So, prayer request. I've got a. I've got. Of course, we want to pray for Sister Phyllis and and all her family, and uh, pray that God comforts them uh, in this time of loss. And and uh, but I'm assuming you know where she's at, sister. And that certainly makes that certainly makes it a whole lot easier when you know where they are. And uh, my friend Billy Slain passed away this he passed away Friday and uh you know, his his daughter him I put a post on that said, Well Papa's with Jesus now. And uh, you know, he's seen Jesus and that and that's uh, that's worth everything in the world when you know where they are and I just give God the glory that, that, that we know that they're with Jesus now and, and praise God for that. So we need to pray for God to comfort heavy hearts this morning. But uh, any other prayer requests, just for me. Praise God for that. Praise
1: God for
0: that. yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. Well is this let's look for the compare other prayer requests. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's a good prayer, Chris. That's right. Everybody have a good mother today. Amen. Anybody else, what well, we pray? Yeah, yeah, pray pray for Stephanie. She's waiting on a call about a job interview that she did this week and uh, that'd be such a blessing to us. So if you if you remember to pray for her. She puts through Monday or Tuesday. Um, yes, Morgan. Absolutely. That's it. We pray for this
1: celebration,
0: and, and, well, we'll do it We'll do it as often as we as we can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anybody else? Yes,
1: Charlotte?
0: Yes, ma'am. We sure need it, don't we? We sure need it. All right. Well, it's good to have business this morning. Very good to have business. And uh, and I didn't, I didn't see why was first singing. I didn't in the back on us. But, uh, we got some, hey, this y- they yoke up and cook us, right? It's like, so, he drove from Mesquite, right? Or Ball Springs. Ball Springs, Mesquite, and a lot of growth from Magnolia, Arkansas. So. Don't tell me people in Anxiousville Church. <laughs> Amen. Without a mask on, praise God. That was what I got questioned about, y'all wearing a mask. And the and reason they're here is because they don't want to wear a mask to go to church. He's here from the speaker. He won't wear a mask to go to church. Amen. So praise God. they in church. Amen. Well, let's go to the Lord and pray. And let's ask God to bless. And Brother Robert, lead us in prayer for that. Amen. Be seated. Amen.
1: Thank you. Let's
0: turn to number 11. love lifted me. Number 11.
1: I was seeking deep in sin far from the peaceful shore Very deeply stained within thinking to life no more But the master of the sea your life
0: very proud.
1: Here we go, that's all right, go ahead There you go There
0: you go We'll do it there all
1: we have in Jesus All our sins and grace deserve to let you carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we are comported. Oh, what needless time you do. Oh, because we do
0: not carry
1: everything to God in prayer. As we try against invasion? Is there trouble anywhere? Or leave the matter we discover? Take it to the Lord in prayer. How we find a friend so thankful? who we know our here. Jesus, know there every week. Take it to the Lord in prayer. All of us be weak and all be lazy. Come here to the Lord in
0: prayer. Rest your Savior's will, I
1: rest Take it to the Lord in prayer. You, thy friend, this Christ will to the Lord in prayer. And see, I soul
0: well. Amen. I was a grown man before I knew what a solace was. But it's a comfort, it's a place to hide. Amen. And he certainly is that for me. I know he's that for you as well. Turn to 55. We'll sing one more. Sing, sing the, Lord, the Lord, of Jesus, in
1: his mercy and his grace. In the mighty, bright and darkly, he'll prepare for us a place. With we'll me all we get to heaven, what a day of it's awesome that will be. And we all see Jesus, we'll sing and shout the victory. While we walk the pilgrim pathway, clouds overspread the sky. But over. When we all get through heaven. On a day of the good and When we all see Jesus. We'll see and shine the victory. Let us be true, and faithful us keep serving every day. Just hold hands of him and glory, will the poor of life repay. When we all get to heaven, what a day of the dunking man will come be. When we all
0: see Jesus, we'll
1: sing and shout the victory. Onward to the Christ he holds us, soon his beauty will be whole. Soon the calling will open. we shall tread the streets of gold. When we all get to heaven, what a day of the that will be when we all
0: Jesus
1: will sing
0: and Amen. We we lose all our dignity. Ooh, we to have fit. We get there. I mean, uh, like somebody used to say, maybe uh, just measuring Pentecostal
1: been running fit. What we are gonna have? It. Amen. <laughs> well.
0: You pray for me this morning. I'm going to try to sing this. I don't know that I've ever sang. It. And it's not singing at this heart. It's the message in the song. Um, I tried singing it three times this morning without time, and I couldn't. So pray for me now. I'd like to sing it. But it hits close to home because I've got a praying mom who never quit praying for me, who loved me in my worst years. It was the times where she was was questioned whether or not I really met saved, and I don't blame her. I really don't blame her. But she never quit praying, and I'm standing by a pulpit today. So prayer works.
1: I call to tell you, all those prayers you have prayed for me, they were not, it's very to see, something happened, tonight I'm driving down a country road.
0: Mothers I've had, they both loved me and cared for me like I was their own. My grandmothers that I've had who loved me and took care of me and made me feel like I was a special boy in the whole, whole wide world. I'm like, God's been good. God's been real good. And he's shown me what love is through those people. And, you know, I think about how much a mother loves, how much a grandmother loves. And, and again, that's, God put that there. They didn't find that. There's something. There's something that God puts on a mother that nobody else has. but it comes from Him, and He loves us greater than they do. And that just blows my mind. Amen. All right, we're gonna take our Bible today, and we're gonna to turn to John chapter 14. John chapter 14. And you know, I couldn't plan. I couldn't plan this verse to hit on this Sunday if I'd have tried. But you know, God has a way of doing things where it just everything just seems to fall into place. And uh y'all also pray, I run up of my microphone again so we're we're live, but I'm just speaking right into the phone here this morning, so so y'all y'all pray for me there that we get the broadcast out. But uh as y'all know we've been going through we've been going through John fourteen in
1: our
0: in our continuing sermon series and we're on uh, message hundred and seventy this morning. Part one hundred and seventy, uh, and we're just going to keep going until Jesus is back seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven. We're continuing on with getting to know Jesus, and uh, so let's take our let's take our Bible this morning, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, well <clears throat> we're gonna read through chapter fourteen down to verse fifteen, and then we're gonna go back and look at a few things as well. So for the sake for the sake of your understanding, I want us to jump back to John thirteen thirty five, just four verses there in John thirteen, and we'll read down to verse fifteen and in chapter fourteen. You got me there? So starting with John thirteen thirty five, we're gonna read forward. The Bible says By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples if ye have loved one to another. Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, whither goest thou? Jesus answered him, Whither I go, thou canst not follow me now, but thou shalt follow me afterwards. Peter said unto him, Lord, why cannot I follow thee now? I will lay down my life for thy sake. Jesus answered him, Wilt thou lay lay down thy life for my sake? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, The cock shall not crow till thou hast denied me thrice. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? And Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also, and from henceforth ye you know him and have seen him. Philip saith unto him, Lord, showeth us the Father in this apocalypse. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long with you, and yet thou hast not known me, Philip? Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father.
1: And whatsoever
0: ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If ye love me, Keep my commandments. And let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Father, in heaven we come before your throne of grace and mercy. And, Lord, we ask you, Lord, for your presence. Father, I come before you, Lord, humbly, and I ask you, please, to forgive me of any sin in my life that would hinder the message. Father, I pray, Lord, you'd fill me completely with the power of the Holy Ghost from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. Lord God, I pray you'd make us all spirit-filled listeners in here today. Lord, those that are tuned in to hear us, Lord, by way of the Internet, Lord, I pray that you'd make them spirit-filled listeners. Lord, that we may receive the word of God gladly. Lord, that the Holy Spirit of God may reach down in our souls and our spirit. Make changes in us, Lord, that, that last, that are permanent. Lord, uh, changes that glorify you, that give the Father glory. Lord God, in this day, in this hour that we live in, Lord, people are reaching out for something to hang on to, Lord. And may we raise up our voices. May we, may we live with a testimony that gives honor and glory to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And gives glory to the Father in heaven. Lord, I pray that you'd help us this morning, Lord, to listen on purpose. Lord, to say, what about me? What's this saying to me? Father, speak to us today. Lord, make us receptive to your word. Lord, we'll give you glory and praise. Lord, we know it's not us. Lord, I know it's not anything of me. I know that without you, Lord, I'm nothing at all. Lord, I pray that those in here will realize the same thing, that you are our all in all, that without you we're nothing, that we need you desperately. Lord, I pray now you'd meet with us. Give us a holy hush over the room, Lord, that we might understand and receive the things that you have for us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. So our, our text this morning is, 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 is chapter 14 and verse 15, that one verse of Scripture, if you love me, keep my commandments. Uh, but but I, want us to, I want us to realize that this whole chapter 14, it is completely packed with promises, packed, I mean like a suitcase that you got to set on to get it full. it's packed with promises, but not only is it packed with promises, it's sprinkled with ifs, speckled, freckled, however you want to put it, it's, it's got ifs all in it, so I want us to look at some of those ifs for a minute before we go any further, I want you to look, start off at verse 2 there, all right, look at verse 2, Jesus said in verse 2, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. Okay? So he said, if they they hadn't been place over in glory land for us, if there wasn't nothing to hope for, hey, Jesus said I would have told you that. So, hey, listen, don't worry. You've got a home in heaven waiting on you. All right? Look in verse 3. Verse 3, he said, And if, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. So he said, if I go away, and he did, he said that he would return in due time. Okay? He's coming. He's coming. There's no doubt about it. The Lord is coming. It will be sooner than than later, I can just assure you. Uh, And and we're compelled to look for him. Well, because he said he's coming. So that's why he told us to watch, because he's coming, amen? All right, look at the third thing here. Look down in verse 7, okay? In verse 7, he says, um, If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. If we know the Lord Jesus Christ, we talked about this several Sundays ago. If we know the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, we know God the Father. Because he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, right? Okay? So there's no knowing God without knowing his Son. i mean, a world full of people who say, I know God, but they don't believe on Jesus Christ. They really don't know God at all. They're lying to themselves. All right? Let's look at, let's look at the next place. Look at verse, uh, verse 14. Okay, and verse 14 is the next deal. And it said, and we looked at this last week, if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. And again, We talked about that last week. We're not asking for two left cars and three houses and a bankroll of money. What we're talking about is asking for the things as if we were standing in the very place of Christ, asking for things that he wants on this earth done, his, his will being accomplished. We're asking God for mercy. We're asking God for grace to help us to do the things that we're not able to do What Christ has asked us to do. And, and, and that's what that's referring to. All right? Well, let's look further in down. I know we're jumping ahead of ourselves, but look down at verse 23. There's another if. In verse 23, Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words. You know what? If we love the Lord Jesus Christ, we're not just going to use this for paperweight. Amen? His words are weighty. His words reside in us, and his words are to come out of our mouth. He is the sum of all wisdom. He is the sum of all knowledge. And if we love him, we'll keep his word, and we'll respect his wisdom, and we'll be obedient to his authority, and all that will grow out of love as we get to know him. All right? Stay with me now. Verse 28. Verse 28. Almost down to the close of the chapter. He says, "You have heard how I said unto you, If I go away and come again unto you, if you loved me, you would rejoice, because I said, I go unto the Father, and the Father is greater than I.'" So he he closes it out by saying that he said, "You know what? If, if, even even though they were going to lose him in person." He said, "Listen, it's going to be all right. If I go to my father, it's going to get better." And and he was about he was talking he was talking about the fact that the comforter was going to come. All that takes place. But let's look at our if this morning. The if that we have this morning is a very very powerful if. Verse fifteen, he said, "If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me." If ye mm-hmm. love, the if in our text is a very serious if. It goes right down to the heart of the very matter. Do we love Him? Now, love, loves a serious thing. Love belongs to your heart, right? Okay. And any doctor in the world will tell you, your heart disease isn't nothing to mess with. The heart's important. Amen. Your heart is extremely essential to your being. I was reading somewhere where somebody somebody had uh, well I do I just keep on going all right I'll get i get tied up telling stories all right so Solomon warns us he warns us in Proverbs chapter four and verse and twenty three 23. he says keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life out of out of your heart come forth all the issues. Of life. So your heart is very, 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 very important. It's like, and I know I'm dating myself because we don't well, hardly anybody winds a watch anymore, but it has a main spring. A watch has a main spring. Guess what? If that main spring breaks, ain't no gears turning. It's the central point of that watch's being. I'll give one Robert can relate to. If the crankshaft breaks, The pistons ain't going to pump. The the lifters ain't going to lift. The valves ain't going to open. Ain't nothing going to happen if the crankshaft busted. It's the heart of the engine. Am I right? Amen. That's right. Got an amen out of him on that. But the heart's important. It's very important. If you love me, keep my commandments. See, Jesus puts this if in here in such a way to teach us That that love has got to be there before we obey. You don't just start out obeying without loving. All right? So, speaking of Mother's Day, obedience has love for its mother. Think on that for a second. Obedience has love for its mother. True obedience, true obedience not begrudging, or oh, want to. that. True obedience that has a desire to do what's asked that comes out of genuine love, and 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 that's what that's what that's what makes the deed that's done obedience, rather than the deed itself. It's the it's the genuine love for the person that, that said, "Do this for me." Oh, of course, absolutely. I want to. I love you, so I will do it. And and, and that means so much more than somebody just begrudgingly going through slamming things and doing things. You're doing it, but there ain't no love involved. I mean, really. You know, you can sing. You can you can pick up one of these songs and, do it. and you can sing. Well, anyway, it do not really matter which one I sing. But anyway, you can sing, stand up, stand up, Lord oh, Jesus. I sing, but I don't want to so I'm
1: singing, but I don't want to sing. But there's
0: a difference between that and somebody singing from the depths of their soul and the tears running down their face. There's a world of difference. One is, One is done from the heart and one is done... Just out of I gotta do this, so I'm gonna do it. When your heart is at odds with God, it can't be made acceptable by going through the motions of religion. But a lot of people try, well, I
1: may not be right with God, but at least I'm in church.
0: No, that ain't the way this works. It's not what your hands are doing. It's not even what your lips are saying. It's the main thing is what does your heart mean and what does your heart intend. What's going on inside of you? The great gear that moves the whole machinery of life is mounted in the heart. So, it's the most important suggestion Jesus makes. If you love me, if you love me, keep my commandments. He that searches us, he searches mainly. He wants to know what's in there. Amen? The Bible tells us, you know, man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord, where he look? He looks on the heart. That's what the Bible says. So he, he, he puts it there so that we understand we got to love him before we obey him. All right? Secondly on that, love to Jesus is put first in this command because it's the best reason for us to obey him to begin with, because we love him. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Personal affection, when you love someone, that produces personal obedience. When you love somebody, when you truly love somebody. And, and all of us have got somebody that we that we absolutely uh, would do anything in the world for if they ask us to. Why? Because we love them more than anything in the world. Say, hey, you if you have to be sure I do not you want
1: me to, because I love
0: you. Everybody's got somebody like this. But you know who ought to hold that position more than anybody? The Lord Jesus ought to hold that position more than anybody in our life that we would be happy to do anything that he asked us to do. Why? Because we love him more than we love anybody else. I mean, that's that's what we talked about last week. You know,
1: uh,
0: you know, we talked about how, how uh, if a man come after me and hate not his father and his mother and his, his wife and his brothers and sisters and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. God, and again, we talked about it. God doesn't really want us to hate him. He just wants by comparison our love for him to be so great and make our love for them look like eight. So we're to love him above all. So if he asks us to do something, our love for him, why? Because he died for our sins. He paid our sins he bought our way out of hell. He, he, he paid for us a home in heaven. He loves us and he, he went through the sufferings
1: of hell on the cross. For us, he endured it all and paid for our sins because of his love for us. And that love ought to motivate us to love him with a love that says, I'll do
0: whatever you ask me to do, Lord Jesus. He's the spring and the source of all that is holy in this entire universe. And our love is due to him. If you love me, keep my commandments. Now, it was absolutely necessary that he said to his disciples that night. I mean, they were facing some really uncertain things. I mean, th- everything was changing around them. They, they didn't have much to hold on to. <clears throat> but, you know, you and I, if, if the Bible didn't tell us what was going to happen, we wouldn't have had a doubt in any of the disciples. we said, oh, yeah, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. But, see, now we know that one of them was a traitor. But you know what? Nobody else was suspecting. him. Not a single one of the 11 suspected he was a traitor. Think about that. And if Jesus raised that question with his 12, if ye love me, keep my commandments, how much more do we need to air that out in here? I mean, these men walked with him every single day of of, of his ministry. Every single day they were there by his side. They did everything alongside him. And yet he turns to them and says, if ye, love me how much should we test ourselves by this do we love him how much should churches all over this land ask themselves are we truly loving Jesus you say well you got a cross out front y'all got signs in there say stuff about Jesus all that can be lip service and window dressing think about that do we love Jesus? Well, how do you measure that? Well, are you obedient to him? Have you, have you taken everything that pertains to Jesus to everything that, that pertains to the world? That, that's a good place to start. Maybe we've just taken it for granted that we love Jesus. But it can't be taken for granted. See, the Bible tells us in Second Corinthians 13 and 5, it says, Examine Yourselves. I, I was doing it for church. I got a, I, I, I reached and grabbed a blackberry vine. And I, I stuck my finger, and I, and I got this brown spot on in my finger. And I was like, Is that a freckle? Oh, I've never noticed that before. I was picking at it. That's where thorn went in. Had a little blood that dried under my skin. I made a brown spot. I all freckle on in my finger. I was examining myself. What is that? Well, you know what? We need to examine ourselves, our lives. What is that? That don't look like love for Jesus. What is that? We need to examine ourselves. He said, examine yourselves
1: whether you be in the faith. Are we walking in the faith? Are we learning for him? Are we walking after him? Is our eyes on him? Are we
0: willing to do whatever he asks with our life? Or are we just doing our own thing with blinders on?
1: He not only did he say, examine yourself whether you be in the body, he said, prove your own self. You
0: know what that means? Watch yourselves. When a, man proves, when a man goes and buys, let's say so a man goes and buys, I don't know one of the one of tractors and farm equipment, but let's say a man went to buy two mules or buy a mule because he wants to yards a garden. My daddy had a garden with a mule. He wanted to be like his great grandpa or like his grandpa. He got a he got a he got a, a, a manual plow and got the harness and everything, and he hooked up the mule and want we'll to see that mule to plow. What's he doing? He's proving the mule. He really to see. God says we ought to prove ourselves. We need to watch, instead of You know what we're good at doing? We're good at watching everybody else. We're good at saying, well, someone's I'm a good Christian than she is. And now look at him. But we're hard, we're hard on everybody else but ourselves.
1: But God tells us,
0: God never told us to, to, to examine everybody else whether they're in the faith. He said, examine the guy in the mirror, the gal in the mirror. Prove yourself. Whether you be in the faith. He said, No, not your own self. Don't you know your own self? Don't you know how that Jesus Christ is in you except you be reprobates? Just think how nice it is of Jesus to tell us that. He said, Hey, take some time and look. Check yourself out. Make sure I'm there. Make sure. Make sure that, that your heart's right with me. Make sure. Isn't it nice of him to do that? I mean, that's a kind Savior, Sound like to me. He's, he's exhorting us to take a look
1: and
0: check it out. You know why? He wants our love. He deserves our love. Amen? He really does. If you love me, keep my commandments. <clears throat> Something we need to remember. The Bible tells us, "If any man love not the Lord Jesus, what Paul says, that he will be anathema maranatha. You know what that means? That means he'll be cursed at Christ's coming. That's in 1 Corinthians 6.22, by the way, if you didn't know where he at. And that applies to every man, even the most important among us. Don't make no difference how powerful a man is. I'm going to tell you right now, Bill Gates is in trouble. George Soros is in trouble. There's a whole slew of them behind him that's in trouble. Because they let Mario Cuomo and all them, all them folks that get on TV and they boast about what man can do and they don't give any credit to what God can do. I'm going to tell you something, they're in trouble. <clears throat>
1: I mean, think about this.
0: Just because somebody's important, just because somebody puts on a religious place, don't mean they love Jesus. That's the truth. I mean, an apostle turned out to be the son of perdition. Think about that. An apostle turned out to be the son of perdition. So if, if, if an apostle can turn out to be the son of perdition, you know what that means? Any one of us can turn out to be a turncoat on God, too. If you love me, keep my commandments, he says. And he didn't give him a question too hard to answer. He, got, he, gave, he gave it to the disciples, and they were able to answer it. You know what Peter said? He didn't say it right here, but he said it a little later on when, when, he, was, when he was faced with it. Listen, he said, Thy knowest that I love thee. When Jesus said, lovest thou me?
1: He said,
0: well, you know I love you, Lord. You know I do. I mean, he didn't ask him a deep, difficult question concerning the, miracle, miracle, uh, the mysteries and the oracles of God. No, he just he gave him something simple, and a man can know whether he loves the Lord Jesus or not. It's not hard. He ought to know whether he loves the Lord Jesus or not. And let me say this to you this morning: Don't be content with longing to love the Lord Jesus. Well, I'm going to love him. Don't be content to sit by and say, Well, I just want to. No. You need to know that you do. Amen? I mean, it would be better for you to not have lived on the earth than to not love the Lord Jesus. Your existence is is futile if you don't love the Lord Jesus Christ. That was number one. Number two is this. Listen here. The test that Jesus gave them. It's, it's a reasonable test. It's not. He didn't put nothing on them too hard. I mean, it's pretty simple. If you love to keep my commandments, right? It's just. It's so simple. Some things. One thing it doesn't suggest. It doesn't suggest, as the world likes to, uh, as the of church likes to, uh, to to promote a lawless liberty, me. Right? we're not to live how we please in ignorance. Of Christ's commandments, because Christ gave us commandments to live by. Amen? We're I say, oh, I got my I go. Man, the hell I'm going to
1: do what I believe. I'll see you in time to
0: die. Well, a lot of people try to live as if it doesn't matter.
1: It does. Listen. Can I, can I just say, when I'm so long in hell, dog, you're going to be a miserable soul all the way? God's going to whip your tail all the way through life until
0: he takes you off the planet. But God does never suggest that we ought to just live lawless and do as we please. <clears throat> A lot of people don't see any need to serve God. Well, I'm saved. I don't I don't really know that I, I could do anything to help God. I really don't know that I have anything that I'm able to do at all, you know. And and, and those people who don't feel an urgency, listen, when I got saved, when I got saved, I realized there, there was more to it than I understood,
1: okay? And when I first got saved as a
0: child, I sat there
1: watching the grown-ups listen to preaching
0: and nodding their heads. And I'm like, what are they getting? I'm not getting. And as I got up and I grew older, I, I lost interest in church. And, and boy, I'm going to tell you: when, when God started running my there, and God brought me back into his house, I got
1: excited
0: to do something for God. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I wanted to
1: do something because I realized after, as, I, as,
0: an older, as an older, more mature person, person, I wasn't a mature believer but I was a more mature person and I realized, he didn't just save me to sit on the side of the road and do nothing no, he saved me for something, and so whatever it was I could do for you Lord, I want to do it with both hands, I want to give all into it, and I don't want to back up until it's done and people that don't have that desire they usually don't see a whole lot of problem with sin and they usually have little to do with Jesus You either love him and want to obey him, or you don't. And that's simple. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm just telling you the truth. Jesus does not say, so long as you
1: love me in your heart, I don't care about what you do in your life.
0: He don't say that. He set us free from sin and death by his blood. And if you love him, listen to me, if you love the Lord Jesus Christ, you are as as free as a man can be this side of heaven. Okay, he has set you free from the from the bondage of sin and death. But hear what I'm about to say. But you are also under bonds. You're also under bonds. You're free because Jesus has loosed
1: your bonds of, of sin.
0: But you're put under bonds to Christ by gratefulness and love. In the Old Testament, there's there's, there's a mm-hmm. Leave his master and be set
1: free, leave his life free, or he can choose
0: to remain a servant in his, his master's house, even even though he's been freed. And, and that, that master would take and he would take an all, and he would pierce that servant's ear and put an earring in his ear,
1: signifying
0: that he belonged to him. That 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 servant then would serve not out of bondage anymore;
1: he would serve out of gratitude and love.
0: That's a picture of a child of God. You and I have been freed. We're, no we're no longer slaves to sin. But because he has freed us and has set us free from sin, we are now His service. Lord, I don't
1: want to be a slave. I don't want to be a slave to sin, but I need, I need you. I want, to be, I want to be right next to you every step
0: doing what you want me to do. <clears throat> if you love me, keep my commandments. I think what the text doesn't do, it doesn't tell us to be fanatics. Loving him, that doesn't mean we gotta do crazy things. We don't read if you love me, perform some extraordinary acts. No. They don't mean they don't mean if you love me, no. go out,
1: go away up, up, I love and yourself away from everybody else and keep yourself away from all
0: the world and sin and everything else. You go if you live by yourself and you just stay spotless in the world. No, God doesn't ask us to do that. You know what else? He doesn't ask us to be a monk, live in a monastery, and they top of their head and go, oh. God doesn't
1: ask women to be
0: nuns. God doesn't ask people to do that. <sighs> God doesn't ask people to nail themselves to a wooden cross over Easter either. like they do in the Philippines. Y'all seen them people. Them people are nuts. Yeah. One guy, and they couldn't do it coronavirus this year, but he'd been doing it every year for like 20-something years. He'd take him nails in his hands and his feet. Of course, they tied tie him to it as well. God never asked us to do crazy things like that. You know what he wants? He just wants us to love him. He just wants us to serve him. He just wants us to be willing to give him our life. Well, why doesn't he give us this test? i tell you why he gives us this test. He gives us it test whether or not we're loving Christ in his true position or whether our love is to a Christ of our own making and our own placing. Y'all heard me talk, me talk about a plastic dashboard, Junior. That's Jesus in a lot of people's making. They have this idea who Jesus is. It's more than our own image to do whatever they want him to do, and say whatever he wants, they want him to say. You know, again, God knows the heart, so, you know. Well, yeah, he does. I don't scare the living daylights out of you. Amen. Now, listen, if we don't love the Lord Jesus Christ, he's not our Lord. Amen. If we don't love him, Listen. We 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 are to we, we we acknowledge obedience
1: by loving him and doing it on love. That's what he wants us to do. He just wants us to love him this me.
0: You gave yourself for me. You you lay down your life for me,
1: Lord. I just want
0: to do the same for you. If you love me, keep my commandments. We can't love him with our lips and betray him with our lives. It proves the living presence of the object of your love. That's what this question does. It, it proves that Christ is real. Love always desires to have its object near. Let me, let me give you, an, let me give you an, an example. Let's say, let's say a soldier. He gets called to war. He's got a faithful wife. He goes out to serve overseas, leaves her in charge of the household. If she loves her husband, and she loves her household. She won't be any less faithful while he's gone. She won't, she won't work any less because he's gone. She'll have everything waiting on him when he gets home. Just because she can't see him daily, just because she can't lay her eyes on him daily, with eyes of love she can see him. And she keeps the house expecting him to return. Even so, Christ has gone away but he is made ever present to us by our love for him. Because we love him. That's the motivation that shows the world we serve
1: a risen Savior. We
0: serve a Christ
1: that's real.
0: He's real in our hearts. Our love for him motivates us and drives our actions and it shows if you love me, keep my commandments. Commandments, we're doing what's most pleasing to him. We're doing what will glorify. You see, Jesus knew when he put this test in front of us that it would prepare us for honoring him. It would prepare us for glorifying him. You know, when somebody, say you have a friend that's about to pass away and they they make a request to you, Say, listen, please do this for me. Please promise me. You're my friend. I know you love me. Please make sure you you know what, if you really love that person, you say, come well, you know yes, over it don't matter, I'll do it for you. I'll take care of it. You'll honor them because it's their, their dying wish. Well, this is Jesus right before he goes to the cross asking his disciples, please, if
1: you love me, please obey me. Please keep my commandments. Please do the things that I ask you to do. You know what? If somebody loves our Jesus and they get safe, you don't
0: have to pay them to get a magistrate. You know what I You don't know have to plead with somebody. I've seen the most ungodly things committed by people who call themselves Christians, who were trying to please somebody above them, trying to please a bus captain or a bus director. And I've seen them offer to give a kid money to get baptized and tell him he ain't a man if he won't get in the water. I want
1: to slice
0: that brother in Christian love. I ain't never in my life been so offended by anything. I didn't, I thought about it. God forgive me. But if somebody saved, they truly saved, you don't have to beg them. They'll gladly get in there to honor their Lord, to show them all. I love him and I want to identify myself with him. I have no problem obeying his commandment to follow him in baptism. I have no problem taking the Lord's Supper. Why? Because I love him. No request will to seem too big to somebody that loves you with all their heart. True love will endure the test. If you love me, keep my commandments. So what are we to do? I'm going to give you three things in to ask. Set to work to find out what his commandments are. See, you, maybe you didn't know Jesus had commandments. Uh, y'all know there are ten in the Bible. A lot of people know there are ten. But they, that, that's the Old Testament, and that's written to the Hebrews. Okay? That's written to the Jews, uh, the, the Hebrew Hebrew people. Listen, that's to show us we're sinners. That's what the Ten Commandments are there for, to show us that nobody's perfect, that nobody can
1: keep God's law,
0: that we need a Savior, that Christ gave us commandments all through this book. You want to hear one of them? Well, here it is, thirty-four. But chapter thirteen, a new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another. Well, we can do
1: that. We don't love one another. Now hold up, that ain't
0: the end of it.
1: As I
0: have loved you,
1: mm. I'm supposed to love you like Jesus love me. You're supposed to love me like Jesus love y'all. That ain't easy. Just
0: one. We're not perfect only. We have faults. We have faults. We sin. We fail. Man, I don't know if I can do that. Well, you know, you can't, but if you if you have the love of Christ in you, and you love him with his love, yeah, you can. You sure can. You can show agape love to anybody. God put it in there. If you love me, keep my commandments. Listen. And by the way, there's a whole bunch of them in this book. There's a whole bunch of them. And if you really love Him, you know what? You'll seek to find what they are. You'll start looking for them. Because yeah. you want to Lord, I want to know what you said. I want to know what you told me about how I'm supposed to conduct myself. Upon, upon how other people see me and, and what, what you want them to see in me and how you want me to treat them. Lord, please show me those things. And if, and if you show me, Lord, I'll be obedient because I'll love you. That's what he wants. Serving God isn't complicated. It's actually very simple. It's like being a child and obeying your mom and daddy. It really is. And, I, and it being Mother's Day, I, again, I thought it was a perfectly fitting message. Because, you know, I love my mom. And I feel, listen to me, I feel really bad for all the times I didn't obey her. You know, having some maturity on at 51 years old and looking back on how I worked as a teenager, I'm ashamed of myself. I, I didn't do things right. If I could go back now, like we talked about earlier, I feel like now, I'd be a whole lot more obedient than I was. You know what I know? Jesus loves me, and you know what? My mom is a great mama, and and I'm thankful for her. She's been a good mama. She's 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 never failed to pray for me. She's never failed to help me when I needed help. She's never failed to to, to love me. She's been my biggest fan the whole way. I don't know of anybody in this world who's ever loved me as much as that lady right over there. But she wasn't perfect. She's not perfect. She fails. She sins. But there ain't nothing in the world I wouldn't do for her. She asked me to. Jesus had never failed and 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 Jesus has loved me much greater than Mama ever had. And why can't I be obedient to him like I should be? Why, Why is there anything that he would ask of me that I would tell him, I can't do that? I can't do that? I said, number one, we ought to set to find out what his commandments are. We ought to set our hearts to finding out. Number two... Be always true to your convictions about what his commandments are. Once you find out what his commandments are, be true to your convictions. Have some convictions. If that's what Christ wants, then ain't nobody going to talk me out of it. And if the whole rest of the world decides to change and do the opposite, I'm going to stand
1: right here and do what Christ wants.
0: The rest of the world can go to hell. I'm going to do what Christ wants. That's what he's telling us. Be true to those convictions in all situations, no matter what comes your way, no matter what you're faced with, and start immediately. Don't put it off. Preacher Mann said that the time spent between knowing what is right and doing it will be spent contemplating not doing it. That stuck with me. That's why delayed obedience is disobedience. If Christ tells you to do it, do
1: it. Don't
0: sit around and think about whether you ought to do it or not. If you're doing that, you might as well just give up and quit. God wants us to be ready. One preacher said, like, like like coon hounds, ready to be let go out of the box and chase a coon through the wood. I mean no walking and growling and ready to go. That's the way God wants his church to be. I'm ready to serve the Lord with everything in me. I have a purpose. And as soon as God says go, I'm going. And lastly, pay attention to every commandment. Pay attention to everyone and how they concern you. Don't sit around and wonder how this going to think, brother so-and-so, sister so-and-so. No, it's you. Only you. You deal with you.
1: How does it how does what Jesus say concern you? Are you right on that? Are you close to on that? Or are you way off on that? We need to examine
0: ourselves. And you know what? If you come across a commandment that you don't like, when it's a little hard, sticks in your car a little bit, guess what? It ought to be a warning that there's something wrong in your heart and it needs getting right. If you love me, if ye love me, keep my commandments. Do you love him? Do you love him? Is there anything you wouldn't do for the Lord Jesus if he asked you to do it? Is there something in in your life that's a sticking point? Do you love him? That's the question before us this morning. I'm thankful and grateful that he loves me, but I want to love him the same back. Let's stand together. We're going to sing number 17, the Red
1: Book, but I urge you. Just stop right now and just to you God put his finger on something in your life. He said, that's the city That's you don't love me. And he's looking at your own And looking your This is the we we And this the We are very going to do the things, Father. I pray for you, Lord Jesus, Lord, and We're going to the Christ, and everything is We you, the same Amen. Thank you. I mm-hmm. do What is the... Really- Thank mm-hmm. you. He does.